0: to another episode of casual master quest this is episode number 37 i'm your host today tyler verito but let us not forget that we have the super awesome partner over in the corner over here nick nick look alive my friend how are you doing um i'm alive which is truly a shocker after the events of this past
1: this past week but
0: you know same thing uh we got stories I, i'm pretty sure we have stories so uh nick my mind you your yours are probably a lot more of a
1: harrowing experience than mine um mainly because i put myself in that position voluntarily and you didn't i mean i did i wanted money
0: nick uh i no.
1: i mean i know but like you know you had no choice but to go down those routes
0: you know uh i mean technically yes i was put into a position where i either had to deal with it or just sit there and wait for it to be done. But the longer I was gonna sit in the area, it was just gonna get increasingly worse. So it it became very perilous. Like uh, I'll I'll be we'll go in details. Uh don't you worry guys uh but Nick, Nick, you had some fun recently. What's going on in your end, bud? Um besides school it's been a slow week until
1: uh this past Friday where I went to a concert. Ooh, um concert. now I don't know whether people remember how familiar people are with my taste in music, but it usually revolves around, you know, metal, uh, hardcore punk, um, a lot of heavy stuff, guitars, loud noises. I um, always thought
0: you was the classical kind of guy with a piano. Well, you'd be wrong, Tyler. I'd oh, you yeah, wrong. I would be, I'd be very, very... Very um, wrong. Yeah, i can that's... i can do i can do classical music in very limited amounts every now and then um but you know i'm trying to wonder what my taste in music at this point because i used to tell people 80s hairband and i still love them but i feel like my tastes change over time which you know it's natural it happens which is natural you, you, yeah you, you, i you feel like you're me... a ska guy or you had a ska phase can, can nick can i can i tell you a secret yeah I'm not entirely sure what ska is. I know it's a it's a um, genre of music, so I
1: can't I can't describe I can't with words I cannot describe ska. You'd have to actually go and look up ska bands.
0: Is ska like a would it be like the dirty cousin of techno technically? No, it's, it's like a
1: it's like a... Oh, it's, it's a for me
0: describing words. It's like it's funny it's like because surf you just music said. with with surf music. It's,
1: it's like surf like,
0: music with no 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 yeah, but, but with oh, a wait, now That's Gary steam from uh or blue steam from fucking Pokemon my bad
1: No, but I mean kind of like on the similar, but it's got a little bit of a funky edge to it Okay, and it's just like weird like, fucking
0: skater music, but it's not, like, hardcore or heavy. So, if I was running down the beaches of Florida on a hot summer day, this would be the music that would be playing behind me? No, on beaches of
1: Florida, it's usually uh, some kind of kona music, so.
0: You oh, know, I was gonna like, say, uh, Brooks or something like, uh, from Cuban or a nice, uh, Puerto Rican tune. But, yeah, 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 you're right. Okay, uh, the beaches yeah. of California, then, where all the hipsters are. Uh, yeah, if you, if you don't get high just by passing somebody, you know using something oh um, man that uh that the
1: second win uh, yeah. uh it'll hit she hired too. but anyways uh me and my roommate went to a concert uh where there were five bands playing um four opening bands and one headliner um i think uh, we paid 22 us each that's pretty cheap um, for a concert with five bands starting at like 6 30 at night all the way until about 11
0: so um we, holy we, shit that's an hour per band at least there that's a. I mean it's, I was, it's, so each, each band has about,
1: about uh yeah 30, 30 to 45 minutes um per set and then 15 minutes to get set up for the next band right uh, because that uh yeah it's it's unfortunate the financially what the situation is for some of these bands because some of them were fantastic but uh because the, it's great for us because the prices are so cheap so we don't have to uh, spend a lot of money um heading out but this means that they do a lot of their own work. Um, So like you'll actually see the band members um, uh, taking down their instruments, uh, taking down their cables and then helping the next band get set up. Um, And it's usually the headliner who has a crew that helps the last one or last two bands, Um, Hmm. Hmm. um, at least on stage. Otherwise they have a crew that helps them backstage loading up the trucks and everything. Anyway, so we go downtown um, at about four um, o'clock, go to happy hour get a few beers, get some food, and we go off to the concert. Um, and we're like, uh, physically, I'm not in the best shape, uh, a purely stamina-wise in this particular case, because at bands, at concerts like this, uh, you're going to see mosh pits and circle pits. And so that mm. entails a lot of running around and pushing people around. Free for um, all. Pretty much. And so I'm like, you know what, we'll just... Uh, the band the headliner is a band called Silverstein and they were on a tour to celebrate their uh, first album it's been 15 years since it's been uh, 15 years since uh, release um, and so they had two sets um, first set they played only their first album and then the second set they played um, uh, songs from other albums and greatest hits and stuff and so I think they, they had a 24 23 song set it was it was fantastic it was nice and long um, so we're like you know what, we're gonna wait till the second set um, of the headliner of Silverstein because we don't want to tire ourselves out and we don't want to die. Um, but the moment the moment you get in there and you just feel the energy, we, we couldn't help ourselves. We just threw ourselves into the mosh pit immediately. Nice. And so, um, you know, I ended up, as usual, getting uh, uh, elbowed, pushed around, pulled down, uh, pushed down, um, uh, elbowed in the chin, I think. I was elbowed in my chin. Um, stepped on beer spilled on it's it sounds it sounds bad but it was it was such a it was a fun night it's been a while since welcome I've been to in america mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a while since i was in mosh pit and it was really fun uh like with mosh pits when people fall over there's like six people helping that person up um mm. and uh it generally you'll have one or two assholes or you'll have one or two super drunk people but generally people are looking out for each other so the mom- moment somebody goes down or they're injured everybody's helping them get out and get to safety. Um, but yeah that was uh that was uh that was my night i can't i still have ringing in my ears um temporary tinnitus um my voice is a little raspy but i completely lost my voice night of um Ooh. yeah good job uh it sounds like you had a hell of a good time at least yeah and i'm, I'm usually not a physical person ever um like i i d- despise pain of any kind and i despise physical contact of any kind yeah you're but...
0: more of a special attacker you don't like physical
1: moves. <laughs> that's exactly right uh, but in, in situations like this it was a good release um and i think everybody understands that especially the band um and that's why the band tense to, because they're on a stage and they're look, overlooking everybody um it, it hasn't happened in the concerts that i've been to but you see a lot of videos where bands are always vigilant over what's happening in the mosh bits and so you, you'll see videos of bands calling out that all right stop this guy needs help before we continue and so on you know like
0: everybody keeps an eye out for each other hmm. I, that, that's awesome because honestly it feels like it could easily get out of control if uh, somebody doesn't call it out real quick i mean mm-hmm maybe not uh to the point of everybody being anonymous in a mosh pit but uh once you get into a group like that i would like to think that mob thinking really takes over real quick where uh, yes and no
1: um it depends on the show and the culture of that kind of music uh for most of the time uh for most of the shows the kinds of shows that we go to the general um the general strategy or the general practice is um elbows are tucked into your body uh tucked in closer towards your body and mm. your arms are not used to punch they're just used to push um so you've got uh, palms open up sometimes it, it happens sometimes the elbow will go flying out as you maybe you get pushed a little too hard and you lose control and so stuff like that is understandable but for the most part there's no kicking there's no punching there's no wild swinging arms uh, elbows are tucked into the body and people are just pushing each other around. Mm. Mm. yeah no bruises i'm sure people could walk out with a few bruises my roommate's uh taller than me so he's a bit of a better target and um his back and uh his chest uh his you know his belly are a little bit more susceptible to damage um the one thing that was interesting was i don't know if it's because i haven't been to a show in so long but there were a lot more women um at this show which um i mean uh, that's just a statement. There's just a lot more women uh, than I remember, or um, like on average. And there's a lot more women participating in the mosh pits, which is fantastic because in a setting like this, nobody nobody cares uh, where you're from, you, you, what gender you are, how you identify, what color you are, like how tall you are, how big you are. Everybody pushes people around in the same way. <laughs> um,
0: oh man, it's almost like New York City, the way you're describing it. It's, it's, it's equality at its finest in a mosh pit um nice. nobody nobody cares and uh like nobody
1: cares in the sense that oh you you're you're a woman so i'm not gonna push you as hard no and but or you're a woman so i'm gonna push you harder no everybody pushes each other in an equal manner and at the end of each song everybody's uh shaking hands hugging you know congratulations like being happy together and then they start it up again next song
0: congratulations i just got married yes <laughs> first kid it was a boy oh my gosh good job here let me help you up it, it, it's just <laughs> weird the way you're describing it nick uh because it's like i'm in a mosh pit and i feel happy because i'm being shoved square in the back like an equal it's like damn nick i mean it's fair it's true it's a a hard thing to describe to anybody i
1: i i would imagine one of the biggest requirements for to partake in a mosh pit is to enjoy that kind of music um but also to feel the need uh to release in that way uh because mosh pit i would argue is usually about 20% Twenty percent at most of the entire audience, because there are a lot of people sitting on the fringes and just standing, having a good time, head banging, and you know, in their own respective corners. Um, but it, you you really need to feel the need to to release in that physical way, unless you have other uh, uh, various other releases in your life. A Mosh pit is
0: is, is a nice thing. A mosh pit sounds like the adult version of a uh, a ball pit at this point pretty much no it's pretty much <laughs> you want to go fucking wild but uh, you know you don't have any uh like the the ball pit would be kind of like safety measures so kids can't just fucking tackle each other at mm-hmm. uh, the McDonald's playground but uh <laughs> yeah. you know, at the mosh pit you know training wheels come off uh you know tuck elbows in uh go at it Pretend you're a ram pretty much that's fun man that's fun uh over at my end Things have cleared up uh, over at work, thankfully. I didn't want to talk about anything specific just in case, you know, things go down in a direction I don't want it or there needed to be privacy concerns or whatnot. Right. Uh, Long story short, I uh, made collision with a uh, fence post with the truck and uh, it did about 20 to 40 dollars worth of damage. Uh, Thankfully, uh, no one cared, as it turns out. Uh, It was still an event, an incident, and so they got to treat it like something serious but the store owner didn't give a hoot uh fleet manager you know didn't really uh, give a hoot even the accident board it was like why why are we here uh, this guy you know it's like just tell him to buy us a six pack and call it good no not really but uh, long story short and it's like uh tyler you probably shouldn't blow up any more fence posts but uh we're not gonna give you up <laughs> you're here for a while sucker i'm like okay sure and it's like speaking of needing you tyler we had somebody that called in sick i'm like oh no And he's like yep they're calling in sick for the rest of the week i'm like oh who oh it's uh this person uh who does uh the route in uh northern michigan i'm like that can't be too bad like 12 hours later i'm in the middle of a fucking blizzard i'm like this might be bad (laughs) and uh it was from uh wednesday night to friday night so three nights i got to do this by myself uh second night i was actually riding along with him and uh it was like part one of the hell that was to come but thankfully uh you know i was riding passenger and he, it turns out uh he did not want anything to do with that amongst uh many other reasons but yeah i uh the fir- uh the first night was uh, an interesting night because it was you know it was simply snow snow and a little wind uh you know that's something i'm used to i live in Michigan right. for goodness sakes uh second night was a bit different though i uh i actually never been in one of these before uh nick do you know what a squall is yeah it's uh sudden like super heavy uh rain yes yeah, so, uh in this case uh, a snow squall okay so on my way back uh i'm wrapping up near the end of my shift and i got a uh, two and a half to three hour normal ride back to uh the dc i uh got hit with a uh, a very slow moving snow squall uh that was expecting to dump four or five inches of snow in the course of a couple hours, which uh as I'm sure you can guess that's really quick and it was brutal uh there was a lot of uh a lot a lot of scariness with that Nick uh. There was a point in time where I was driving uh, through a uh, two lane road with uh, 50 foot high pine trees on each side. And all of a sudden the wind would pick up to 34 miles an hour. And all of a sudden I couldn't see anything. And it's like, I I, fucking nature. I couldn't even see the road already. Now I can't see anything. It's like, well, at least let me look for the lines and stuff. And getting on the interstate, there's the uh, up in northern Michigan on the southbound lanes for uh, that interstate, it's uh, slopey on each side so when the wind picks up it'll blow up the slope and all of a sudden it'll just drop all this fine powdery snow into the air and suddenly blinds everybody now the good news is i'm doing this between two and five o'clock in the morning so traffic is absolute minimal right i cannot say the same for other people who drove down there later that day uh they actually had to close down part of the interstate for these areas i had to go through at this time because somebody got blinded they slowed down truck behind them didn't see them slow down and within the course of half an hour there was a huge uh build up of people uh just crashing into each other and it was it's kind of frightening knowing that happened like hours after you went through this uh circumstance trying to just you know just trying to get home and uh uh last night i actually saw uh the results of one of those incidents uh it was kind of freaky nick It was like kind of like a ghost of Christmas yet to come kind of shit, because I saw a uh, tanker uh, the night before. Apparently it had spun a 180 and then slid down the slope. And he was just sitting there at the bottom of this uh, large hill covered in snow. And he just kind of looked like a ghost sitting there like, Ooh, don't (laughs) go over 35. and I'm like, ah, okay, fine. Uh, And then uh, yesterday wasn't even that bad. Uh, The only downside was uh, it was cold. It was cold. Nick, I I can't tell you what the temperature is in Celsius. I'm sorry, but there was a a point in time where I was wrapping up unloading, and I, you know, a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, it, it wasn't cold like that. You know, there, you know, that, that that's nothing over here in you know. Antarctica over at the uh the south pole base, saw uh, you know it was you know negative 500 or some shit like that which is not physically possible because negative 493 or 73 or something like that it's absolute zero or zero kelvin whatever anyways it was negative 13 fahrenheit last night and that is cold that's, that, that is that's, that's cold that's stupid cold like that's very cold like uh 15 degrees is cold uh you know five degrees is stupid cold negative 13 is ridiculously stupid cold (laughs) it's just why at that point now thankfully it wasn't a big deal because the wind wasn't picking up last night however snow is frozen water snow will collect on my liftgate whatnot i move the snow the snow touches my gloves the snow melts gloves are now watery what does watery gloves do at negative 13 fahrenheit
1: uh they become warmer
0: yeah i wish i <laughs> I, I wish they yeah, became warmer i uh i actually am uh kind of uh i was explaining to my wife like uh parts of my arm are like just stiff and sore like i got early arthritis for a minute unfortunately i, I believe i got frostbit at the tips of my fingers thankfully i was able to uh get to a sink uh fast enough with uh hot water just to warm them back up and the end result was instead of you know <laughs> chopping off fingers over here i uh they hurt like a son of a bitch for a couple hours but uh i lived holy shit i lived i got to go through a squall that was exciting i'm keeping my job so i'm happy and i only want to drink a little wine tonight instead of you know taking a whole bottle yeah, let's yeah. do it yeah <laughs> let, let's be real um here. um
1: so Back home in uh, Dubai, the drive between Dubai and Abu Dhabi is about, um, let's see, uh, what's 200 kilometers and miles? Um, it's about 124 miles. Um, okay. you, can make, you can make that drive anywhere from an hour to an hour and, half, hour and a half because the speed limits of the road are, uh, let's see, the speed limit is about 75 but people usually drive at 100 and, at 86 so about 90 because the cameras don't click at 90 they click at um, 91 no 92 um, but people usually drive at about 100 because they know exactly where the cameras are so they'll speed up and slow down in between now
0: <laughs> no, you know, this these game, are like uh police cameras of sorts to check uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. people yeah, speeding yeah, okay. yeah. yeah these are uh, speed traps um
1: now, this is very dangerous um, in general uh, because it is a little bit reckless. But also, the roads are l- much larger. We're like we're talking about this high. This is a seven-lane highway. Ooh. Um So, like, if, if if as as long as you're being smart about it, you can be as fast as you want. Uh, where the problem arises is during the winters. Uh, we get something called monster fog, where you cannot see
0: anything in front of your car. Monster That's how- fog, like yeah do you hear thriller in the background and like swamp things start coming out i that would be a lot better than what it actually is like you cannot
1: see in front of you um you could uh it's 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 really bad um and so i think it was 2000 uh 2010 maybe around then there was a 300 car pile up holy um, on the highway because all it because a you have people who drive with high beams in the fog because they don't know what to do um, yep. So it just causes even more glare. and then you have people driving with their hazard lights on, which is also something that you don't do. Um, and so all it took was two cars, two cars to start a chain of events and then yep. that's it. it. was it was three. it was a 300 car long pileup all in one line. Um, I don't know how many people died, but it wasn't very high. It wasn't a high number uh, because response, uh, for instance like this is usually quick, but I think that's uh, the current world record of the biggest pileup anywhere in the world. God damn!
0: Uh, I mean, that's not. Mm-hmm. I guess that's something you can brag about. And, I, you know, <laughs> uh.
1: um, and and there was also, I think it was last year where there was another video that my mom sent me where, um, again, it was another uh, pileup, not as big as this one. Um, there were maybe 20, honey, 30 cars. Hi honey, I just cars. want to
0: make sure you okay. Here's a picture so you miss home. <laughs> no, she sent damn, me a video, Nick. not just a picture. Oh, I'm um, sorry, a video
1: like 30 car pile-up, everybody was stopped, it wasn't bad, like it was maybe a few fender benders, uh, you know, a few uh, fenders bent out of shape, Um, and everybody was out of their cars uh, calling, uh, you know, the cops, because the standard procedure is, um, at least back home, is you can't, like you can't get in an accident and just drive away from it, you have to call the cops and you have to get a report done so that you can take it to uh, the um, uh, mechanic or whatever and get the uh, car fixed. Um, or the parts replaced but anyways and then they're standing there and then all you hear um like off screen for about two seconds is just like honking um uh, and people yelling and you see people running and jumping out of the way because a truck oh, uh, no. a big truck couldn't see anything because of the fog just came straight through and carved a whole thing, carved a nice little path through all these cars nobody was injured but it was something out of like a it was something out of a war zone because you had one but she sent me another video where they're walking down the street and you see fire bits and pieces of cars all over the place
0: it was um yeah that's fucked up nick i'm not gonna <laughs> lie Like, I, do you want me to hold a punch on that one it's like
1: oh Jesus no well, Christ, dude <laughs> they invalidate your point or your feelings or experiences i'm like this is this is like car says yeah, this he, is the the uh, car uh, car deaths are the leading cause of
0: car accidents are the leading cause of deaths in the uae in the,
1: oh i thought you were gonna to say car
0: accidents are the leading cause of motorist death i'm like are you serious <laughs> really I, I wasn't sure <laughs> but it, Who'd have just just but the yeah, way just, you went with that it would have been like a couple of years ago like man i'm feeling really sad well you know what uh <laughs> Oh, shit. Robin Williams, you know, he was depressed and he hung himself. So at least you're doing all right. And it's like, (laughs) I could relate with you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. uh, Outlook in life. Holy shit, Nick. Uh, You know, I'm going to give a quick plug in for some completely different on Facebook. If you want to look up uh, Twisted Truckers, uh, it's a cool uh, Facebook page where they uh, post the goof ups of uh, semi trucks. Uh, a lot of people will actually post their own videos up too, just, you know, have a laugh and say, hey, this is my goof up back in the day. Um, we all make mistakes and all that. Uh, and so unfortunately, there is a couple of times where uh, the videos aren't uh, as pretty. Uh, it reminds you a lot of your own uh, mortality occasionally. They're not safe uh, for
1: work. Needless to say.
0: Uh, Twisted truckers, I believe, might be safe for work. There is another not one. Of them. I all w- I was gonna say, no, let's be real but uh let's talk about uh perilous trucking because this is a video game podcast nick yes as uh it, as it we uh, we always uh suggest uh like video game podcast maybe sure. there's, there's video we, games we, in here we play video games yeah uh, we do we do yeah. yes we do nick what have you been playing this week
1: um okay i'm gonna start off with the big one because the other two that i want to talk about we have in common um i got into the anthem vip demo nice yeah and how was uh, it So a friend of mine uh, uh, pre-ordered the game, and when you pre order the game, you get three uh, friend codes uh, that give them access to the VIP demo, which, uh, by the time this episode is out, is already done, and so the open demo will start um, this coming Friday. Um, And I just want
0: to get the dates correct, that would be the 1st of February. I I assume the 1st of February, you were playing this on the PC? Yeah, yes sir. Um, It is is a game.
1: so right now um, i'll have more to talk about it next week because i'll be able to sing more time to it um but th- it's it's plagued by a lot of issues right now mainly connection um like the uh, day one uh servers were not equipped for the amount of demand um yeah. and and so people were complaining and then i'm like like i know it's a little bit annoying and it's a little bit inconvenient sure but does nobody remember the days of the burning crusade login queues of a destiny oh, yeah. rise of iron login times that was a six hour wait Um like a lot of these people are complaining about it. they're like oh they should have been ready like there's no there's no way any kind of company I mean, put it put aside that, how... that's what
0: this was for this is a beta exactly test. it was exactly to stress test the server like, so it's uh, like put it
1: put aside the scumminess. put aside uh the the scumminess or the goodness of a company no company a company will be able to tell how many people they'd be able to predict how many people are going to be playing the game over a period of time but no company will be ever able to predict how many people are going to log into a game at a given point in time um, at least i don't think that's possible um, i mean
0: logistically speaking they could have a rough idea just by data tracking but considering this is a new input for them almost completely you know, yeah, yeah. Th- there's no information that they can jump off of this. Uh, exactly. The pre-order thing. They could calculate how many pre-orders there were. Plus, you know, but estimate, there were three friend,
1: friend codes per pre- pre-order. So per pre-order, yeah. a you huge possible, variable, yeah. Possible of four people logging in at any given time, um, across all con all uh, platforms too. So PS4, Xbox One, and uh, PC. Um, and people were complaining and apparently it created an instance and I don't know the um, how factual the statement is but there was uh, a post on Twitter that I was reading about how when uh, login failed, uh, the launcher or the game would send, uh, would spam the server, would flood the server with reconnect requests and essentially that caused the Anthem to DDoS itself. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Serious? Um, uh, apparently somebody uh, was tracking the packets that the game was sending out and receiving and so that was what was happening when they failed to connect to servers. It was spamming the EA servers with uh, connection requests and that caused them to DDoS uh, themselves. <laughs> um, so again, I don't know how factual that statement is, but I thought that was funny. Um, that another is funny. Joke, Holy shit. Another joke that I saw was um, Anthem's uh, beta is so, is so VIP that even the servers can't play with it. But moving on <laughs> to the game. um, there's a third person over-the-shoulder shooter. Um, not as open world as maybe people would have liked or maybe they advertised, but I don't think it was uh, no man's lie level. Um, I think it was just maybe the world building that needs a little bit of work or hmm. uh, a little bit more definition. Uh, but the verticality is can be insane at some places. Like there's a lot of space at some parts of the map that we have access to. Um, I skipped through all the story stuff. I'm personally not interested. I just want to shoot things. Um, The the enemies, there are no mechanics per se. Uh, Like you have your abilities and you can combo them and do certain things uh, uh, in those combos or with those combos and get a certain amount of experience. But enemies really are just bullet sponges. You might have to go and shoot down this shield or this turret to further an objective or to stop the enemies from spawning. But beyond that, they're just bullet sponges. And so within reason, I think it's fair to say that some people would like that and some people won't like that. Uh, Maybe some people need more dynamic gameplay. Uh, For me, the dynamic part of the gameplay comes from uh, the movement. Um... I strongly believe that because it's Bioware and because they have a history with Mass Effect that they built this game to be fully compatible with uh, controllers or they built it with controllers in mind first um, and before they're like before they decide to start uh, mapping uh, the controller buttons to keyboards because some of the some of the key bindings just don't make sense um, now uh, in in most games in most games that have a map Tyler uh, what would you guess would be the button to open the map.
0: For me, uh, on a controller, let's say for me, uh, a PlayStation 4 controller. on a keyboard. Oh, keyboard. Uh, M. M? Yes.
1: Open a map. Uh, no other button? Tab? Tab is a, tab is a standard. So it's usually tab or M. Um, in this case, it was purely M and tab
0: was to cycle through weapons. Oh, wait. Did I just completely counter your own point of a complaint here by saying that M felt natural to me? no m is fine
1: i'm not arguing that m's isn't m is fine but tab is generally at least with the last few years of games um it's usually tab that uh if you want to open up uh, like you'll open up a status screen or a map of some sorts in the game that has a map um or in a game that doesn't have like a mini map um but here tab is to cycle through weapons which i found very strange that's weird Um, isn't
0: that usually mouse wheel
1: mouse wheel or you use the button uh the numbers and in this case you can use the numbers but i felt that was weird um what, what's usually a button to interact for me that's usually e um here the interact buttons f so i, I really do feel like um, the hell is this shit yeah i really they, do feel like they just put th- things together at the last minute um like can, uh, <clears throat> reconfigure that though right oh yeah you can fully reconfigure it i'm uh, the, uh these are just nitpicky things throughout the beta so very far very weird default choices um like you had the the game the you have emotes um and the emotes i think is period and comma which which if you didn't look through the
0: key bindings you would not know that that's what they were huh i uh i don't know what i would have uh, chosen for emotes maybe q i guess potentially but uh q or z or the zxc that's, area that's that's weird uh, well what the hell is destiny's emote thing uh it's the arrow keys Oh, whatever. Oh uh, no,
1: but okay. also uh but but also Anthem, you have three abilities.
0: So that's why so I, I have them bound to Q, um, Z and then my mouse buttons. Okay, well uh good for you, Nick. Uh I'm so happy that you uh found some kind of discord with uh the you know the button <laughs> controls. Moving while, moving
1: away from the button controls.
0: While also shaming me on my uh, recommendations of what they'd go on the keyboard, because apparently I'm no you're better wrong. than EA okay no you're wrong am i Um, wrong
1: it is it is it is a very uh cpu intensive game and i believe that's because the engine or because it's poorly optimized um i believe again everything that i've said so far into where i've started with i believe or i think i i'm purely speculating because um i have no proof for these things i think that they put up a older older build for the demo um because it's very poorly optimizes uh, optimizes optimized some places jump from uh 30 frames all the way up to 120 frames all the way back down to 45 frames
0: so it's a little choppy those are the pv or vip zones nick uh, you know uh, <laughs> if you have the vip pass if you have the friend codes it's you know caps it at you know 30 but every once in a while it gives you like a free trial version that's yeah fair. You gotta, that, that you gotta understand and respect it. how ea handles these things okay
1: that could very well be it um and so it's very poorly optimized. Uh, it uses uh, 90% of my CPU. Um 90% wow. of my CPU, Tyler.
0: Wow. Yeah, I don't And, and uh, everyone I'm wowing <laughs> with effort here. And everybody wow. else
1: is reporting similar numbers, so it's not just me. Um uh, but movement, going back to movement, movement feels really dynamic. Um, you have a jump, then you have a double jump, then you can hover, and then you can fly, and you can do all of those things pretty seamlessly. But you do have a cool down or a, 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 a heat bar on your uh, jets. So mm. you can only fly for a certain time before you overheat. And then either you just stop flying and run for a little while to cool down, or you can fly, fly through water uh, to cool down your engines. And so that nice. completely uh, cools it down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as, as some of the other things are cool, like if you take fire damage, it automatically overheats your jets, so you can't fly. Um, or if you or if you're overheated and you take frost damage and you get frozen, it cools down to your jets. So a lot of these things are really uh, are pretty cool.
0: Um, This could be interesting like a boss mechanics like you need to get to a higher floor, but you keep taking damage So you got to get hit by the boss doing a frost attack just so you can get up and escape to the uh, the next level or something
1: I would imagine that would be the extent of the kind of uh, mechanics that they'd be able to introduce with how bullet spongy these bosses are Um, uh, But yeah, really a movement that makes the game dynamic and fun Uh, you start off the game uh, the demo at least with a uh, with the standard um, uh, javelin that's what they're called these suits uh, they're called javelins and you started off with a javelin called the ranger which is your standard you know balanced beginner friendly kind of suit and then you can um once you hit level 12 in the demo you get the option to unlock the other three uh out of the four javelins uh, but you can only pick one of them so I picked the storm which is basically oh so you have you have the ranger the storm the interceptor and the colossus Ranger is your standard uh, balance between offense, defense, beginner friendly. You have the Colossus. That's the tanky one. So it's a big hulking, like a Buster. It's essentially oh, man. the Hulkbuster I armor. wasn't
0: sure if the Colossus, you know, <laughs> man, it sounds kind of like a Titan, but you know, what do uh, I know? Pretty about?
1: much a Titan. And then I think its ultimate is this big uh, machine gun that it pulls out of nowhere uh, or its ultimate ability. I've, I can't remember what it is, but it has, uh, its mobility is very low, but it has a high amount of armor and health. You have the Interceptor which has very uh like lord shields and health but is super fast um and then you have the storm which essentially is akin to a mage or a warlock um and so you can just kind of float around and you can throw lightning fire and frost at your enemies of now of course you
0: pick that you- <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was about to ask how do you what would you guess that i would pick and yes of course i picked the storm uh, of storms my, of course I would pick the storm. I can just float around and I get a cloak too. I get a cloak, throw lightning and fire at my enemies. Fuck them. You know what's upsetting?
0: Uh yeah. for Destiny 2. I spent the first 10 hours getting very upset. And I was like, you know, I'm playing on my Titan. I'm like, when am I gonna get my cape? Because I really want a cape and look cool. <laughs> I didn't know, man. I didn't know. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's upsetting. So um, uh, I'm glad we can get capes in this game at least. Yeah,
1: you can get capes in this game, but really, it's only for the storm too. So, um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I I've only played a little bit of the storm. I went through one of the. There are only three missions that you get access to, and then you can roam around uh, freely. Um, and you can. They have something called a uh, fuck. What was it called? It's like a raid, but it's not a. I can't remember what it's stronghold. That's what it's Ooh. called, stronghold, and it has like a big boss at the end, and you get uh, you know loot uh it's an interesting game it'll be i'm i'm i personally am gonna wait for uh a a week or two weeks post-launch uh to see wait for the reviews see how much there is actually to do in the game because it is a a full-priced game regardless of what you do and so i don't want to buy and then in comparison to the division 2 which i'm also trying to get into the beta for um i'd have to really pick and choose between the two of them um the the craft system is interesting uh you can dismantle a lot of the loot that you get to get certain parts uh to craft weapons up to i think it was called epic so if the standard uh rarity goes white green blue purple um and you can craft up to purple gear and you can only get gold or yellow drops uh from uh from pve but i think the demo only goes up to blue drops mm. hmm. um overall it, Overall, it's okay. Um, it has a lot of uh, issues uh, in terms of just loading. Like, I'll get, I give, I've, I don't believe I've not gotten stuck on a loading screen. I've gotten stuck on every loading screen that in- that forces me to uh, quit the game and then relaunch it. And the nice thing, at least, it pushes me right back into the activity that I was trying to get it to. Um, nice. I do have so, a couple yeah, of questions. If you don't yeah, go want. for it.
0: Sure. Uh, the first question is: Is this a Destiny killer? Uh, no, they're different games. Essentially, oh. they're, they're, they're,
1: they're different games. This game has this game has no PvP whatsoever. Um, okay. That's uh, th- that's a fair question to ask. Don't, don't mind me. It's just uh, I've I've been frustrated over the last week seeing all the hype and all the talk and people just talking about how it's gonna be a destiny killer when a lot of people just don't realize that they're just different games. They're gonna they're gonna suit different needs. Anthem's a little bit slower. It's a little bit uh more shooty um maybe a little bit more grindy in specific ways only pve so a lot of pvp people are not gonna be happy anybody doesn't like warframe is not going to enjoy this as much because not that it is warframe but it is probably closer to warframe than it is to destiny
0: i only say that just because i knew i would ruffle your feathers up just a little <laughs> bit That sword. uh honestly i couldn't tell you uh a couple other questions has there been any good moments that you'd like to uh share that, that you can think of uh where you were able to cooperate with your friends in the game and it turned into an interesting story um i haven't played with uh, my friends yet but
1: um nothing nothing that stands out i've just been getting uh used to the flow of the game um and really all it is for me is just being able to fly that's that's really awesome it just feels weird on a mouse and keyboard um and so i've seen a few streamers uh play the game on mouse and keyboard but fly with the controller um because again i believe that they built the game with the controller in mind or at least from the ground up and so flying feels and traditionally also a lot of uh flight simulators or flight based games generally play better on controllers or joysticks of some some sort Um, i agree yes so the flying does feel a little bit weird um but no, but really I'm, I'm having fun with the movement. I'm having fun with uh, seeing my jets power up as I start to you know, power sprint, jump into the air, do another double jump, and then automatically seamlessly go into flight path, uh, hit the spacebar again to cancel my flight, and then press C to hover and just hover in place while I shoot down enemies. It just feels good. It feels uh, nice and smooth. Um, I think they did a good job with the gameplay there.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I did cut you off. Do you remember what you were going to say before we... No, I don't remember what I was going to say, but I think um, I've covered everything I wanted to
1: about Anthem. Um, I'll have more to talk about it on the next episode just because um, I haven't got it. I've only sunk about an hour and a half, two hours into it. Um, And I I did one more playtime on uh, the new Javelin that I just unlocked.
0: Okay. And uh, as Nick said, there is going to be an open beta next Friday. And the release date for the game is February 22nd. So we still got a little bit less than a month uh, before we figure out whether or not this is the game to actually give a shot or not. This will be- Yeah, especially
1: especially because it's EA. So I I really do want to implore our listeners to vote with your uh, wallets. That's that's really the best that we can do as consumers, as video game players. We got to vote uh, with how we spend our money. And because it's EA, I'm going to wait. I know this has been promising enough for a lot of people to buy the full game right out. Uh, but I don't fall under that category.
0: That is very fair. Uh, in fact, uh, there'd be only game one game right now that I would happily just say, take my money. I don't care what you know. people have been saying. Just let me play. That comes out next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, now, I want to talk a little bit, just just a little bit. Uh, this is not a game I played, but I had a chance to actually get a good look at. Uh, that would be *Resident evil 2*, the remastered version that came out this week. Uh, in fact, I think it came out a couple of days ago. Uh, um, too scary for me. It is uh, certainly an experience. You're right, Nick. Absolutely. Now, uh, comparatively, it is a hell of a good remaster for resident evil 2*. all things considered it does uh, feel a lot more uh smoother uh compared to like uh resident evil five and six and uh it does take a over the shoulder third person versus that of first person in seven but uh that does not stop it from uh becoming immediately spooky yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of moments where it just you know the the room got a little too dark for my taste i'm like i'm glad i'm not playing this game because that would be um, too frightening
1: I did I did see very little gameplay. I'm talking about purely 5 minutes. There were no spooky scenes. Um, mind you there, there was no spooky scenes, but the moment I heard a spooky sound, I closed the stream because I'm not about to deal with that. That being said, it does look like it it, it looks fantastic. They yes. they did a good job with the art and it looks smooth. Um uh they did a good jo- job with setting the tone of the of the game and the pace. Um
0: yeah nick you you played dead space 3 with me uh you you were watching the stream and you closed it because of a scary sound listen we we all know
1: that dead space 3 is the least scariest of all the dead space games is it? And i haven't yeah it is least uh, scariest from, from everything that i've read and i had somebody to play it with so for me that was bearable but it doesn't seem like there's a co-op uh option for Resident evil 2 and And then and having somebody to type to or talk to over text is not comforting enough for me to watch a stream.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) So it came out uh, the last week or this week, uh, depending how you view it. It is sixty dollars and wholly recommend it. Uh, I will be holding off on getting it because I still have games I need to catch up on, and there's another big game coming out next week, AKA Kingdom Hearts. Three baby, I almost in Kingdom Hearts 2. Is this 2006? Where am I? But uh, you and I have played uh, two concurrent games apparently, uh one together and one not so much. Uh, yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, Destiny Child, yes, little Destiny Child. Now, a couple of things have happened uh, since we last spoke. I was you know talking about how great this game is, uh, there's no end in sight, I haven't spent a penny on it, yada 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 nick uh you just recently picked this game up well or at least put some time in it uh what's it been like for you i've been lost I, I have no idea what the fuck is going on um
1: and i put maybe 30 ish minutes 35 minutes into okay, the- it. 40, 40, I'd, I'd get 45, 45 minutes. Hours. i'm like jesus no. nick <laughs> um all i know is that i've unlocked a bunch of cute girls to fight for me but it's all just so confusing uh the ui is honestly cluttered it's one of them it's one of the
0: Laziest, not laziest,
1: messiest UIs I've seen in a long
0: time. The, the um, opening screen for it looks like a a Korean uh, wallpaper with icons and stuff, and it's like this, this here. Uh, you got the miku Miku's, you know, super cool uh coll- collabers and stuff like that. And it's like, look at this, look at this. We're gonna put it in the tiniest font you can think of. Yeah. It's like you can make it a little bit bigger, you know. You got all this no we're going to put it in the little corner and we're going to let you decide if you want to click on it or not no pressure no pressure yeah. but it's here um
1: it's not it's not a game that's captured me but i figured i'd give it a shot um probably gonna delete it soon um but i, can I, have, I, have, I have i have cute girls on my phone and that's enough for me
0: <laughs> so nick yes uh I I forgot, and we should probably bring this up. I contacted you, I believe, on a uh, Tuesday night. I Actually, I contacted you and my best friend, Brandon, because I was like, whoever helps me first. And in fact, you guys both helped me at around the same exact time. Uh, So it turns out, and I I learned this fairly later, that there is a Korean slash Japan version of this game, and then there is a Worlds, a.k.a. North America version of this game. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, there's a couple of main differences. Uh, the Korean version of this very specifically actually has a lot more content on it. Uh, stuff like, uh, it's called a secret labyrinth and, uh, extra missions further, uh, into the plot and whatnot. Hasn't quite made it out to our version yet, but there is also a, uh, different kind of distinction thanks to iTunes making sure that they don't post anything that's considered too loot uh in this case uh they censored a lot of the uh the costumes that the uh the girls wear and uh nick uh i'm I'm pretty natural guy i i like the original product i'm a i'm a black label kind of uh playstation disc owner kind of person i don't like i don't like the greatest hits so much as you know seeing the original thing and so i asked uh brandon and nick here go on a voyage with me hand in hand to find the original uncensored version of these skins to figure out what's the big deal why would itunes you know go at it and try to you know stop these people from uh you know letting girls uh dress like this and it was a fairly easy process just had to download the skins. Go on the phone to the right folder, move it over, copy, replace. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We're good.
1: To anybody listening, this is only this only works on Android phones because the way Android architecture
0: is set up, it will not work on iPhones. Um, so yeah. So upon doing this, uh, it changed the uh, clothing of what it looks like. Uh, approximately one hundred uh, different characters. Uh, there's a couple of that are very distinctly different. Like, uh, for example, one of my characters, uh, I believe it's called Celine. Uh, uh, a four-star character who focuses on being the embodiment of the moon. And uh, she's wrapped very tightly in like bandage-like uh, material around her entire body. I was like, okay, she's a great healer. I love her. I apply this uh uncensored patch. There is a little bit less bandaging in uh very uh promiscuous. Well, I shouldn't say promiscuous in uh, areas that would be considered perverted in some societies. And I'm like, okay, I understand what happened here. This makes a lot of sense. Do I change it back? Yeah, it's too much effort. So I just left it as is. Uh, there's a couple of uh it's like getting new free skins, Nick. It's like getting free skins. <laughs> that's one way to look at it. Uh there was also an event uh, that's happening up until very recently. I think it actually might be happening for another week or so, where uh, you can go on the website for this company and it's like, hey, share uh, you know, our well, you can get yourself a free uh five star rank uh girl right now. We'll let you re-roll three times. You can decide which one you want, and if you don't like those, just share, you know, saying that you wanted the, you know, play this game on uh, Facebook or Twitter, and we'll hook you up. And uh, as my, uh, as Brandon pointed out, you could uh, re-roll as many times as you wanted because you can post that on Facebook to get the free three re-rolls again infinitely and just set the uh, post to only me. So uh hot tip, so if you want <laughs> infinite rerolls and you know, you look in your wow. profile one day and you're gonna see like 20, hey, I played, you know, uh, Destiny Child. Hey, I played Destiny Child. And it's like, no one will know my shame. And so uh, got a free five star. Nick, uh, a couple of things have happened over in my end that uh, I'm kind of concerned with. All right. uh, the first one is I completed, I believe uh world six or, you know, the sixth section of the campaign and that's probably been my greatest joy so far and uh world seven doesn't exist yet in the world's uh version of this game i've completed all the campaign that can happen up to this point and so what they want me to do is go back and do the whole thing on hard mode and it's like but i don't i don't want i don't want to do that and as it turns out i really don't want to do that i tried it and it was just miserable because instead of making it i mean it was harder but instead of three waves of uh, enemies that you face it's now five so it just takes longer they're more vicious and it's just slower and when you have to you have to start in the very beginning like the world one doing hard mode and right. it gives you like 50 percent more of the experience you would have gotten if you did it normal in world one which is atrociously low and so in order to get back to getting more experience because why would I just go back to world six and just grind the, you know, the final boss, of the area every single time It's beyond me. What am I talking about here? Uh, they want me to work out to like world three. And I don't think they even have a hard mode for world four. So all my progress to keep going has suddenly been halted. It's like, okay, well, if I, if I can't do that, then what's my main focus? I guess uh, raising the level of these girls until the campaign can continue whenever that happens. And so there's uh, the Snow Miku and the Hatsune Miku uh, side things that have been going on. I tried that a little bit and it's like, okay, uh, this is actually getting kind of boring. This is suddenly turning into a legit grind. And uh, I'm currently at like 6000 fucking stamina that I can just spend doing the same mission over and over into infinity or i can do you know a bunch of these little dailies that pop up every single uh night at like 11 o'clock midnight for me and it's suddenly starting to slow down it's weird i never thought i would hit a wall that wasn't me not wanting to pay money i just simply ran out of fucking content on this game that's kind of upsetting nick it sounds a little upsetting yeah Um, i gotcha game that uh
1: (laughs) I ran you out don't of have to pay for it to continue but it, it ended up in, and it ran out of content
0: it's, it's like at this, of- at this point if they told me for $20 we'll give you the rest of the game they would have fucking $20 out of me like please I don't even care just give me that Colgate emo looking bastard to give you know poor phrases for the rest of the game and I'll be happy at this point Uh, I did get, uh, since we last spoke, I was talking about how Brandon, uh, got really lucky with his, uh, roles. Uh, RNG favored me as well. I got two snow Mikus and a Hatsune Miku. So I, you know, the special event involving the Vocaloid is now kind of, uh, not as interesting to me. There's no intrigue because I have the characters already, And so the special event is, uh, starting to burn me out a little bit. Uh, there's other things I want to do but like uh, the double pass which is another side project that you can do I hit the max level so I got what I wanted out of that so I completed that there was a double fiesta that ended which is a bunch of even more shit like uh, the stuff I'm naming off is the reason why I got like us, you know, a spoiling of riches over here and that's over that's over and it's starting to slow down so uh i'm hoping sometime the next week or two uh they introduce a new you know some new content forward. and stuff yeah, yeah and i'm sure they will they will honestly i'm actually very certain they will it's just uh i burnt through it with all the time i had i'm pretty sure i'm between 25 and 30 hours into this game so far nice a free game that i've not spent a penny on that i i like i still recommend wholeheartedly like if I could get 30 hours out of a free game and enjoy it completely, I mean, even if uh, after the 30, it's like, well, what do I do? It you know, it seems kind of sat, uh, satisfactory. That's still 30 hours I had damn good fun. And there's still other things I can do. I can try to go for meta builds. I could uh, try to roll for characters that you know people are saying, oh, this is the best one. This is the best healer. It's like, shut the fuck up. But I might actually still consider it because, uh, uh, for example, I, I don't talk about it anymore. I still play uh, Pixelmon. Right. I still still play the Pokemon Minecraft game. Uh there's been a point where I was like, I will never use legendaries and overuse tier battles. That is no longer the case. I will (laughs) happily use the shit because if I'm gonna handicap myself and let everybody else go free range and let them destroy me just because it has a higher base stat. No, it's like, why would I use a Raichu for, you know, my, uh, Electrica, you know, sweeper if they got a fucking Zapdos? It's like, that's not worth it. Just, you know, it's straight upgrades while still being in the confines of OU. And so I have rescinded my legendary usage rule for competitive play on the server. And so I'm pretty sure I'll be like, oh, I don't want to do meta stuff on, you know, Destiny Child. And it's like, give me a week. You know, we'll see what happens. I'll either go meta, or I'll, uh, you know, put it on a coffee break. But honestly, there's one other game that we played, Nick. There's one other uh, game.
1: Honestly, it, it feels like it was forever ago. Oh, before, uh, before we get into that, I completely forgot. Yeah. I, I, uh, there was another game that I tried out for about uh, 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. Really? Yeah. How was that? It? Um, it didn't yeah. completely grip me. But I'm going to give it, I'm going to keep at it because I really, so I, pay, I, I played that because I want to see if the actual card game would be a fit for me. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to spend money on cards and this is free. So let's try this. Um, and it makes sense. I just have to actually play it. I got through the tutorial, which took a little while so that I could understand what's going on. But yeah, um, it's interesting. It's strategic, but it can be very slow or fast paced depending on your play style and depending on your opponent.
0: It's interesting. I have actually never uh, figured out how to play Magic: The Gathering yet. So when I see, you know, uh, plus six or you know slash four, I have no idea what the hell that means. So uh, do you, do you know what that means now? Because I uh, should. Have six uh, six
1: is six would be to attack, and four would be uh, defense.
0: Okay, uh, I guess that yeah. makes sense. That's fairly so, simple.
1: Yeah. So so four would be uh you'd need four or more to destroy that unit uh like uh if somebody's attacking it'd need four or more attack on their end to destroy that unit
0: Hmm. yeah okay fair enough uh nick yes brandon and i played a game last yes we did yes yes yes, we we actually had a
1: lot of fun i that was a fun time
0: uh, for the audio listeners right now, I'm currently like staring up at the sky with this goofy frozen grin on my face as I'm trying to comprehend my feelings over what happened last weekend. We played CFDs together and uh a lot of interesting things happened. Uh the the big thing right there was the three of us managed to not only fend off multiple ships uh trying to take our uh, skull fork. We succeeded at completing the skull fort and then catching in on all the loot and we it got, was we
1: got attacked by a kraken on the way oh we did, we, we
0: did have to fight
1: do we oh no i played i played sea of thieves uh with some other friends and we just finished the skull fort and on our way back uh we got attacked by a
0: kraken and a megalodon let's <laughs> say I, the megalodon actually appeared for us right at like the last 50 feet of the island but we kind of said fuck you holy shit so uh in regards to uh Brandon, Nick, and I playing together, uh, we learned a couple of things. Uh first one is Nick is competitive and salty as fuck, uh to no ends. To the point that uh when I want to focus on the skull fort, uh Nick likes to say, Sup, fools. Uh you should come back to the skull fort so I can teabag my nuts on your face. Now he that's says very, it, that's a very then, rough translation, but let's go say on. modern hipster version of that, you know. Sup, fools. Uh, come back again if you want some of D's nuts. There, I'm a little bit on uh, <laughs> uh, as uh, Nikki to 2019. Nick is super salty, yes, he is. <laughs> Holy shit. And Brandon, he says he wasn't at the time, but uh, I was the sober, angry one that wanted to do the fort. Nick was super salty and shooting himself at the nearest person he could find, whether or not they were near the All other. right,
1: all right, listen, listen. I wasn't constantly shooting myself at other people. These people were attacking us, and so I'd defend, and then I'd come and help at the Skull Fort whenever
0: they were gone away or we destroyed them. Yes, you would, but the fact that you would murder one or two of them, die with the uh, the rest of them, and then during the the trip in Davy Jones' jo- you know uh, locker, you'd be like, ha, 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 "I killed the guys." Don't forget to come back if you want some more of this. I didn't do that all the time. I did that one or two times. When they stopped responding, then I'd l- I lost the fun of it. So I'd be like, yo, what's up? Yeah. yeah okay. And you know what? Uh, as it turns out, it stuck with them. And they got like so bloody <laughs> butthurt that they didn't even want to skull for it at that point. They just wanted <laughs> to destroy Nick and buy Nick uh, an extension us. And so it just got ridiculous. No, but, uh, but how epic was it? we we
1: held them off for like an hour where we were just circling the skull fort we held off three ships several different times or at least two ships several different times we sunk them multiple times all at the meanwhile never losing our ship once we never they never sank us once tyler we that are the true. best pirates
0: it, it was interesting because uh you and brandon were focusing on the island and i had my telescope out just keeping an eye on the ship that was like trying to you know keep it in distance kind of like a hyena at this point trying to score like a little bite of the kill and then I'm like oh he's coming in and all of a sudden he'll he get like a quarter mile closer and then just drop anchor and sit there and it's like the fuck is this guy doing and then you know a big old galleon which i'm pretty sure was probably the same fucking galleon that we hunted down like two weeks ago probably on a or something i'm sure it was oh god damn but we did manage to get back. We got a bunch of loot. Uh, Nick, you said he played, uh, with some friends. So uh, was there anything interesting you want to talk about?
1: Um, you yeah, know, I, I, got a message late one night. They're like, Oh, do you want to play sea of thieves? We've, we've got, you know, uh, a slot in our party. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll play for a little bit, played for about an hour. Uh, two of them were pirate legends. Um, nice. and I really did not have to do much. And we made away with, I believe three skull forts, Oh, that's uh, in the, that's in, in span of an hour. Yeah, um, the, the the ships on the server, the other ships, they were very tame, which was a little boring. Nobody really attacked us, so we were sad. Um, but we did get a kraken and a megalodon at two separate incidences, and then a kraken and a megalodon at one point, I believe, at the same time. Wow, that, uh, oh. the
0: game loves you, as it turns out. Jeez. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, but no, it was fun. Um, I really, I not that I didn't do anything. But in comparison, I didn't have to do much, so I completely... Uh, I became completely submissive. I'm like, just tell me what to do. I'll do it and try not to die. Um, oh, and I... Okay, and, okay. Uh, it and, takes a
0: pirate legend to tame you. And
1: I tried to do that, too. I asked you, what do you want me to do? I'll do it. And for the most part, I did. And then I only went AWOL when they got too close, and then they started firing at us.
0: <laughs> you, You have the same obedience <laughs> as my dog who sees the mailman it's like the moment the mailman comes too close all bets are off i'm abandoning my station at you know every expense of the word and just go after you it's like there'll be pvp but tyler did we die you died a lot, a okay, no but you did we lose our ship okay did we lose did we lose no. our loot no, uh, I you you did make uh <laughs> my experience uh very rough around the edges mostly because uh I was trying to be the cool let's all have fun and you know play together kind of thing, and Nick, you know, it's like you know I fuck your moms, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's like oh hell I met a drink and I'm playing on the cannon and I'm like I just want money guys and we and, got our money and we were having fun at the end. Yeah, we we at. at the very end uh when I was like I I think the phrase was I can't believe we actually fucking did that was the actual uh, uh yeah me. no
1: I, yeah when we finished the skull island uh, we only we I i think we, at that point we were all on edge uh because we were waiting for everybody to come back and we had all this loot on the ship and we were just oh, yeah. all on edge constantly looking around because at that point too I think I was getting I had to go out for dinner with my roommate and I was getting yes, uh, hungry yes. and I was tired and I'm like all right let's as as much as I had fun dominating and killing these people, enough was enough, and it was just a one skull for two, right? It was not like we hit multiple, it was one, and they just kept coming back and coming back and coming back. Um, and I'm pretty sure at one point when you died and you were at Davy Jones' locker with them, you know,
0: like, uh, they were pretty upset with me, it, I, I think, yes, they I, relayed I, a message I, to you. I was playing music with them and they were just sitting and staring at me. I'm like, guys, you don't need to take this so serious. And you know, of course their immediate response was like, tell that to your friend. I'm like, oh. This okay, is but
1: see the fu- funny part is I wasn't, I don't go into Sea of Thieves series. Like I don't care whether I make money or not, or whether I lose or I die, I wanna have fun. And part of that is me being uh, a toxic idiot uh, fighting other pirates. And, and
0: if they're just not as good as me, what am I supposed to do about that? that is very fair that's why i didn't have (laughs) anything against uh other players on what happened uh on my own personal voyage now nick have you heard of uh forsaken Shores? um yeah that's one of the um one of the dlcs it was forsaken shores cursed
1: sails hungering deep and then there was a newer one um with the volcanoes
0: uh devil's roar comes with uh, the forsaken shores uh expansion uh it is an interesting area i never really quite discovered it all that much until i was watching a stream one day and some guy who had no idea what he was doing but he was popular was playing with a bunch of veteran kind of like you nick uh yeah uh, (laughs) i took a jab at you mister uh he goes to an island that has a goddamn volcano sticking out of it and i'm like oh okay this is cool and he's starting to look at all this cool stuff i'm like oh this is where you get all the glowing shit and you know, I, I was like, I got to ex- explore this thing. So, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, I get back out of bed to go, you know, sail to this area. And uh, a couple of things happen. Uh, the first time that I try to get to uh, the main outpost over in this area, uh, somebody comes up behind me and their ship just out of the blue. I didn't even see him, And they're like, excuse me, sir. Uh, do you have any loot uh, you'd like to give to us? And, and I'm like, I really don't actually, man. I'm just trying to get to an outpost. Well, you're going to have to stop your anchors so we can check. And It's like. <laughs> what is the the pirate police? I know, right? I got fucking pulled over by the, the goofy <laughs> the pirate police. And I'm like nah i'm good man thank you though (laughs) and the other kid like one sounds like he's 13 the other one sounds like he's He's like he's resisting he's resisting open fire and well they couldn't fire at me so they just sail you know along slowly behind me and i'm in a straight line to this island that's over like eight squares away so i'm like either i make it or they you know sink my ship right so they light me up after they finally catch up to me i light them up but as it turns out two beats one Mm -hmm. and eventually i just said screw it i I tried again and so i get uh into an outpost that would uh put me a little bit closer i look on the map and it's like oh there's only the uh the the ghost ship the the skull ship whatever you want to call it right and so yeah. I head towards that, and it's clearly marked on the mini-map. I'm like, okay, as long as I don't shoot at the ghost-slash-skull-shift thing, they're not going to mess with me. Don't get too close. And so it's moving away from me. I'm like, you know, it's kind of weird that it shows that on the mini-map like this because I don't remember seeing it on the mini-map before. And so I'm getting about a square away from the outpost, Nick, and I discovered a couple of things. Yes. The ghost-slash-skull-shift thing does not appear in the mini-map no it doesn't it does appear on the mini map is somebody who has the flags that challenges everybody in the pvp yeah the the reaper flag i believe it's called i sailed solo right beside this fucking only pvp on the server <laughs> and just completely ignored him. and they did not take kindly to that as it turns out uh they uh immediately shot an anchor ball at me because they were ready and then proceeded to light me up, and I, once I saw that there was actual like players on there, I'm like, oh, this, oh, oh, you guys are, sir, look, uh, I'm sorry, sir. uh You see my peewee hat? I, I just, I just want to get. <laughs> so I try a third time. I get to this fucking island in peace finally. Yay! Yay! and so i haven't been able to buy anything uh, in regards to uh the forsaken gear of sorts i don't know what it's actually called there's a couple of cool things you can buy with gold for a fairly cheap price uh that's uh focused on like a, a crab-like feel like i got a cool crab sword or there's something that's uh, a suit and armor or an armor uh, weapons that focus on like the kraken so you can either have you know wear cool stuff that has like glowy golden eyes on it moving around or you can uh, look like a goddamn crab. And so Mm -hmm. I I picked up a mixture of the two and over in the devil's roar, uh, there is multiple volcanoes that will uh, randomly explode. And Mm -hmm. a couple of things happen when this happens. A, uh, rocks will shoot everywhere and fucking hit anything they can see. A good sized rock will instantly kill you in one shot. Uh, If it hits the ship, it can do anywhere between one and 10 holes, depending on how bad or big that rock is. It can get very brutal. Second thing is uh, when you are in the water near any active volcano, it boils. It will start to do consistent damage to you. And that's vicious if you're trying to repair a shit that got hit by a volcano as it turns out. So I I looked up uh, a guide trying to figure out what the hell I'm supposed to be doing here because I want the sweet gear that is all glowing and shit. And it turns out (laughs) the guides are giving me really different answers. One of them is like, uh, you gotta do five gold hoarder quests and five uh, oracle uh, bounty quests uh, off the main island to you know to do this. And I was like, okay. And another guy's like, actually, you don't have to do that. You just gotta explore every single island that's over in the Devil's Roar. I'm like, I suppose I could do that too. And, and then somebody's like, also, you should uh, talk to the lady on the outpost, and she's gonna tell you that she was betrayed. Find the body of her uh, previous crew and so you got to go to different islands find their, their previous bodies and it gives you tokens uh now these same tokens we've been getting uh from killing uh the kraken and so uh the
1: doubloons, the the doubloons we've been yeah. able
0: to use uh, like i think 30 for a weapon or something like that and so i've gotten like 80 so far but i still can't cash it in on anything decent yet because i haven't fulfilled this mysterious requirements i don't know yet it's upsetting because I don't know which information is outdated or not. Right. But had a good time. Is very upsetting. <laughs> it was very upsetting, Nick. Uh, there would be so many times where uh, you know I want to go uh, do uh, grab a treasure chest from an island, and geysers would just shoot me up in the sky and then cripple me with falling damage. Yeah, and you're just trying they're...
1: to just trying to live your life and then either at the environment was fucking you or other players were fucking you it, us, was it was in that case or the Reaper flags or you know
0: there was a time where I went to the island there was a volcano exploding I mean it was like you know what fuck it I don't even want to go to the island today that's good I was doing the uh, find the uh, final person of the uh, the crew that betrayed this lady and I'm a uh, square away, so I'm, I'm cruising I, it was gonna be the last thing I did. I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm just gonna crash into the island, find this person, la-di-da. I start hearing dramatic music. I'm looking around, I'm still going full speed. I'm not slowing down, no cracking, nothing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Cause I've had enough stressful shit happen to me today. I just want to get to this one island right here. And the real skeleton ship comes shooting out of the water right next to me. I'm like, yeah. hi. The old person's sloop you see that that's a galleon over honestly, there honestly honestly that's one
1: like beyond the kind of like stress that would have put you through at that moment the animation of the skeleton ship just shooting out of the water is one of the best things that i've seen in the game in
0: a long time it's super awesome like seeing that in the pirates of the caribbean with uh the fucking is uh david jones ship called uh the flying dutchman the flying dutchman seeing that fucking thing shoot out of the water just the animation of that is wonderful so i was very impressed and excited but within a second i realized i knew i was fucked uh and i did not get to the island that time but no it, it, that's it, unfortunate. It, it, it's okay it's okay uh let's talk about uh, a little bit of a, a modular second uh segment just a quick question here nick because uh there's been a lot of uh games that have been getting remastered such uh recently uh resident evil 2. uh right what is what is your favorite remastered or hdified game
1: honestly um i thought about this a little bit i don't know if i have a favorite one but the one that i enjoyed the most in recent times uh would be uh alpha
0: sapphire Mega ruby this is actually kind of upsetting <laughs> why what what why uh, <laughs> because i was gonna say uh Heart gold and soul silver. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, Heart gold. No, SoulSilver I'm just the saying the fact but... we both chose Pokemon. It's like, what the that hell? Man? You mean that way? Um, yes. Yeah, because
1: I don't. I mean, uh, thinking about the games that I've played in the last few years, not a lot of them have been remasters, except for the Pokemon games, because they're main core, their main core line RPG games, and I just have to. Uh, like, I can't, I can't not. I have to buy at least one of them, and I had a lot of fun with. Um, I think I put most of my time in Omega Ruby. Um, I think it recaptured the the magic that Sapphire Ruby Emerald had to a large extent, but modernizing it. Um, and I enjoyed the Delta episode. The Delta episode was one of the better
0: um, post Endgame content, in my opinion. It um, was interesting the whole uh, Dragon Ascent thing in uh and the Axis. Yeah.
1: But I, it, it was a good, fun playthrough. Um, it felt like going home because, the because Emerald was when I really started thinking about uh, uh, team compositions and actually like learning what special attack and attack means and all the different st- stats. Um, so I, those are the ones I enjoyed the most. Uh, I think next in line would be uh, the Crash Bandicoot uh, Insane trilo- uh, Trilogy. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, that would be my best uh, second in line.
0: You know, I should say this naturally. I was going to try to go for something like just a little bit off of what people would expect out of me. But uh, 100% Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD was uh, such a great jump over remaster of a game that uh, I, it was probably by far easily my favorite HD remake that they have made. Now, I think Princess was equally as good and i like i didn't appreciate them at first until i tried playing and i did play and beat skyward sword but playing the hd versions of those games that came out before skyward sword i totally appreciate that they mm-hmm. didn't want to destroy my eyes to you know enjoy a game like that again so yeah win waker hd for sure you know now that you mentioned it i would put my,
1: another on the list i would oh, put okay. yeah. um halo combat evolved anniversary edition so it was the first one that they uh, basically it was hdified um and it was a one-to-one copy of the game it's just in hd um and it gave you the cool option of toggling on the fly between old school graphics and current graphics um really? so on the controller all you had to do was just press a button and while you're moving the graphics would just switch over um, that-
0: oh that's got to be trippy so you, so you could
1: yeah so you could sit and compare like a different areas what they used to look like and what it looks like now um it does allow you to see how outdated it seems uh mechanically based on the newer games um but it still holds up pretty well it still holds, it still holds up very well um and i wanted to talk uh, quickly mention this there there are rumors of a big master chief collection announcement at south by southwest in march and we're all hoping we're all hoping we don't know whether this is true
0: that it comes to pc okay yeah uh we'll say didn't the big master chief collection come out for the uh xbox one Yeah, it's on, it's on the xbox only and we're all hoping that this announcement
1: and this is one thing that, that the the team behind Master uh the at 343 behind um, uh, the master chief collection are one of the i think um underappreciated teams in terms of community management and actually going back and forth with the community on what they want and how they could improve things and actually delivering on those some of those promises that they've made and they know and they've acknowledged that uh, a pc port uh, is is what the community wants it's just realistically not very feasible in a given amount of time but they will think about it or take it into consideration and they've only teased a big announcement but We have no details. We have there's no rumors even or at least as far as I know.
0: And now everybody's hoping that it's a PC port. I really hope so, too, because right now I'm looking at uh, all the games that are available for Halo, mostly Halo Wars. It's kind of upsetting. That is not the Halo game I'd want to play on the the PC specifically nowadays. No, and then there's uh, the forge that you can get on the PC um,
1: through the Xbox store where people have made some PVP maps and halo on pc is is so smooth it feels good the shooting feels nice and tight precise uh the movement is dynamic it's fluid it feels like a halo game and i miss halo uh but yeah um halo combat evolved anniversary edition uh crash bandicoot insane trilogy
0: uh omega ruby alpha sapphire okay fair enough fair enough uh and then for me it would be the legend of zelda wind waker hd twilight princess hd and then uh heart gold soul silver which you know it, it was a big jump back in the day in the day mm-hmm. uh, i also probably should give a shout out to uh kingdom hearts for you know making 1.5 2.5 hd final remix wouldn't They make one point, they make 1.3
1: point 1.3
0: 1.5 1.8 is, is, isn't that how it went they they made a 1.5 and a 2.5 and then they made a 2.8 to say- 2.8 was a 2.8, yeah, yeah, yeah. There the Kingdom Hearts 3, not quite! We're almost there, we're gonna give you everything off there, you know, the, the final mix of details. But- Speaking of Kingdom Hearts. Speaking of Kingdom Hearts, Nick, it's fucking next week, man! This is, this is all on you, Tyler.
1: I know nothing nor am I interested, but I'm happy to see people happy and excited for a game. It truly does make me happy that people have been waiting for this and they're finally getting it um the only i'm only going to say one bad thing right now um and that's purely on sony's end where they've announced that they oversold sorry no this is on gamestop's end where they announced that they oversold um the special edition kingdom hearts ps4 pro and a manufacturer can't meet up to those demands so they're gonna have to start canceling the pre-orders uh but don't worry don't worry if you're one of those unfortunate customers to get a pre-order canceled
0: you're going to get a $25 in store credit. Well, how, how, you know, that is better than a $5 in game credit for trying to <laughs> take over a game That is marginally better than $5 in game credit That's that you can
1: buy good. a target yes. plant perfect. with. Yeah. Give but, them little- uh, um, But, anyways, uh, stop doing business with GameStop. Thanks. uh, Tyler, take it away. T- talk to us about Kingdom Hearts 3
0: now kingdom hearts 3 has already come out in japan uh yesterday for us as the podcasters on the 25th but uh you know the 25th of january it came out in japan we're gonna be seeing it uh for those who are listening as soon as this uh, podcast comes out on monday tomorrow the 29th of january uh that is i i I told nick this this is probably the biggest game that i've been hyped for since breath of the wild isn't your sister sister sister-in-law somebody giving birth uh my 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 sister is uh currently pregnant and her due date is yes in fact the same day on january 29th the the audacity for somebody to have a baby on the day of the kingdom Hearts three launch. i want to push my niece back up there and say, <laughs> just one more I just You just need me. 12 hours yeah i say just give me four or five hours just for first impressions or something <laughs> Oh Gosh, I'm terrible. I am terrible. But holy shit, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out. What We're finally me, here. What freaks me out so damn much is uh, a lot of people haven't played Kingdom Hearts since Kingdom Hearts 2. Maybe some of them played the uh, the uh, sorry 2.5 HD version of this stuff. But I mean, how many of the, uh, the Kingdom Hearts fans that are going to be playing 3 have ever played Birth by Sleep? Dream Dot Drop Distance. Any of the mobile games. Uh, the chances I'd like to say it's pretty slim, unfortunately. But you know if that's the case. Not that many people owned a PSP, much as I'd like to you know, wish that everybody did. Uh, people did own the 3DS, so I'd like to think that some people you know played Dream Drop Distance. Uh, but, but, but I have, not, I have not heard one damn person outside the rabid super hardcore community. Talk about some of the shit that's probably going to be happening in Kingdom Hearts 3. And I I have three bullet points here. I want to help people who are ready for Kingdom Hearts 3. Three things that they should understand. That is, spoiler alert, everything that uh, has been said in a video game of Kingdom Hearts up until Kingdom Hearts 3. So if you played all the games you want to and you're about to play Kingdom Hearts 3 and you don't want to touch anything else, I'm going to give you the sweet, sweet bullet points of what you should expect. Hit us with it. This is gonna get really fucked up. Are you ready for this shit? I'm probably gonna lose track, but hit hit me with it. Do it. Okay, so... You don't even know where to start. Where the fuck do you start? Okay, so Birth by Sleep. There are three people that are of very high importance that are good characters in Kingdom Hearts uh, Birth by Sleep 10 years before Kingdom Hearts 1 even happens. There is also a bad guy who is also known as Xehanort xehanort you know xehanort has been in the first game he was also known as ansem seeker of darkness and then in kingdom hearts 2 <laughs> he's known as zenness his nobody form he is uh back in the game even though he's been killed twice now because in kingdom hearts dream drop distance apparently they just slipped into this tiny little bit of lore this is probably one of the most fucked up things if you destroy a nobody and destroy the heartless of the same person they will come back to life So anybody that we killed in any of the games so far, that was a nobody or a heartless, has a strong potential of coming back as a retcon character. Uh, This does include people like Xehanort. This does include uh, the character Axel, who's no longer Axel now. Uh, Nick, do you even know who Axel is? Uh, The only Axel I know is from the Mega Man universe. Really, not even the fucking Axel from Guns N' Roses? You're breaking my heart here. We're talking about video games, Tyler okay fine 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 uh axel uh he was part of organization 13 he really liked uh sora's nobody rocks uh, a lot of beef happened and the last ditch effort despite the fact he did a lot of naughty things such as kidnapping sora's uh not so much girlfriend but kind of girlfriend Kyrie, for a good point uh he saved sora at the last minute and sacrificed himself therefore died he came back a somebody uh, not a nobody not a heartless he come back he's normal now he lost the x in his name again and he's now lee lea instead of axel and uh for some reason he teamed up uh, at the very last uh, minute over at dream drop distance uh he's pretty chill with everybody everybody likes him and he's gonna become a keyblade master now for some reason we have no i mean i guess so sure so for those who were very sad back in 2006 during your you know your emo days at high school don't you worry, Axel is back, and he's a Keyblade Master for some reason, but he's not the only one that's going to be wielding a Keyblade. Uh, it was shown in a cutscene that Kyrie could potentially use a Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts 2. It shows her for like five seconds, whacking a Heartless for a moment, and then it's never seen or mentioned ever again. It has been confirmed at the end of Dream Drop Distance that she will in fact be a Keyblade wielder and going to be you know part of the fight at the very end. Doesn't the yeah. cover art for Kingdom Hearts 3 show Kyrie with the Keyblade? There is a couple of uh, key art pieces that shows both Kyrie and Axel, AKA Lee uh, sitting together in the sunset. I, in fact, I retweeted that commenting on how uh, you know, half the people wouldn't understand this reference because by all means uh, Kyrie and Axel, or sorry, Lee slash Axel should hate each other. He kidnapped her. There's no uh resolution out of any of this whatsoever. And but I guess they're now students together. Now let's let's talk about the two main characters, Sora and Riku. Question number one What the fuck happened to Sora after Kingdom Hearts 2? That's a very good question, Nick. I'll answer that as best to my ability. First thing is there's something called the Mark of Mastery exam. Basically, if you pass this exam as a Keyblade user, you'll become a Keyblade Master. Welcome to Dream Drops Distance Story the power is essentially the ability to turn darkness into dream eaters essentially which is little buddy buddies they'll fight by your side almost pokemon style uh riku takes the test alongside sora sora fails the test because he is a dumbass as it turns out riku passed the test by saving sora so riku is officially keyblade master sora is something a big shoed big haired pointy eared idiot i don't know
1: But isn't Uh, Sora the one who's been saving, who's been the protagonist for all the
0: games? All the good shit. But apparently he can't. But but they don't qualify him for a pass on the exam. You'd think getting like an honorary honorary uh, degree in something is uh, you know something here, but I guess not quite. Uh, He does uh, at the end of the game. The reason why he fails is because he gets caught by Xehanort, who traps him in his own fucking dream for some reason. Uh, and is trying to do this to take his body because Zanor, and this is uh, gonna get even more fucked up. This gets explained uh, through multiple different games. Zanor is an old as shit motherfucker. Like we're talking, I mean, his his original uh, showing of him is a bald headed motherfucker with a pointed white beard. This is in Birth by Sleep. I was talking about how there was a game that happened ten years before Kingdom Hearts Three. There are three characters. First one I'm gonna talk about is Ventus. We don't know too much about Ventus. It was actually shown in the mobile game that is still going on and will continue through Kingdom Hearts 3 and it has an actual canonical impact on this fucking game. That Ventus for some reason is potentially hundreds of years old and somehow got trapped on something called the time axis, which means worlds will move at different time rates. So a year on his world might be 10 years in a different world. And so he's been able to last a lot longer. He's a goddamn kid. He meets Xehanort for some reason, gets trained by him. And Xehanort has a great idea because he thinks he's gonna get Kingdom Hearts. And the only way to unlock Kingdom Hearts in his head right now is to get something called the Keyblade. And Keyblade's already existed, but this is a little X symbol, Nick. This is a little X symbol. And apparently in ancient languages of real life, that's it's K-I, Key. That is how the Keyblade came to be. And this Ventus character apparently is gonna be the key to this whole thing because in order to summon the Keyblade, you must have somebody a pure light and pure darkness fight, Nick. Are you still keeping up with me? I'm trying, you've lost me already, but I'm trying. Okay, so back in the heyday, Zanor, before Kingdom Hearts 1 even happened, took this kid named Ventus and pulled his light from his darkness apart, ripped him into two different bodies, so that one day they may fight and fuse to become a Keyblade. Why this makes sense? I don't fucking know, man. Ask Namira. And so in Birth by Sleep, the, the light version of this Ventus guy has amnesia because why the fuck not? I know, is this Kingdom Smarts? Oh, uh, Jesus. Long story short, he doesn't turn into a Keyblade, he fuses into Sora. I shit you not, He's uh, part of his heart is apparently hiding in Sora right now. So uh, right now Sora I believe has two different other hearts inside of him right now, technically his own nobody who returned to his body but kind of kept his own conscience, and now this Ventus character. Then he got Aqua, one of the other three characters who is the only female character I saw that wielded Keyblade up until Kyrie for the longest time, Uh, is pretty much on cleanup duty for the entire thing, going to different worlds and trying to keep up and figuring out why the hell everybody's being fucking stupid. Terra is probably the most interesting of these three characters, Nick. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm really tearing you apart with this. Tara is the person that's like, I'm the misunderstood character of this entire game. And Zaynort's like, hell yeah, you are. And uh, Xehanort's like, nothing's wrong with you, my boy. You're just part dark. And darkness is good. And it kind of turns into this weird Mr. Rogers musical sing-along where they're like, darkness is not so bad. Maybe you should try to use it more. <laughs> well, as it turns out, Tara's a dumbass and he got to his body taken away and possessed by Xehanort. So Xehanort is no longer an old fart at this point before Kingdom Hearts 1, he becomes a young boy with white hair. And in front of Aqua in this big fight that happens at the end of this game, who is the maid of this game, unfortunately, uh, you know, he forces Ventus to fight his dark self to get the Keyblade. That doesn't happen for some reason. Aqua tries to save Terra from his body being stolen by uh, Xehanort. Xehanort takes his own key and pierces himself and turns himself into a Heartless. Go ahead and laugh if you need to, because it gets stupider. So this is the point where, uh, why Xehanort never had an original form for the first two games, because he apparently made himself into a Heartless and therefore a nobody at the beginning of this. Plunges himself into darkness. Aqua goes after him, gives uh, his unconscious body the Keyblade to try to hopefully save Terra who will hopefully fight back and win his body back, and sends him back to the light world, giving up her keyblade in the process, and in 2.8 was entrapped in the dark world for the most part. So Ventus is hiding Sora's body. Aqua is in the dark realm right now. Who uh the only person that she's seen in a while was Mickey Mouse for at one point. Uh Tara's body is currently possessed by Xehanort. Okay, so what's happening in Kingdom Hearts three? What should you forget? We probably should forget all the shit I just said because it's not going to make sense, man. It's not. There's no way they can wrap this all together, can they? Um, a couple of couple of things. Um,
1: wh- why? So all I know about Kingdom Hearts is that you've got Sora. Yeah. Who, who goes by two different names, Sora Roxas, yeah, and yes. and he's got and he and he fights with with uh mickey or fights against mickey or i don't even know anymore uh donald is there and then um goofy fuck donald most annoying motherfucker with his voice in the world i can't stand him
0: um i think you should forget try to forget as best as you can until <laughs> parts three that Donald exists that way you'll play the game um um and then you've got Kyrie
1: who wants the d but in like a very subtle may uh subtle manner she she wants to get with sora and then sora who's kind of like oblivious riku's the edge 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 lord and kind of like wants all the power he was destined for the keyblade but it went to roxas instead so he's salty about it and does something bad at kingdom hearts right. too yeah um and then there's time travel and then like why the fuck is not why why isn't the main story in the main games
0: and in the spin-off games because all these other stories that don't have a number in them well there's actually a lot of games so the side stories that have fucking numbers in them uh 3358 divided by 7 oh boy or 2 uh, 358 over 2 it's because they got to re- retcon the absolute living shit out of the entire game so they want it to make sense you see Nick, uh, you wanted to talk about how Metroid Prime 4 is being redone by the developers right now uh, by a different company, Retro Studios, who was in charge of the original Metroid Prime, because they want the game to make sense. Maybe it's you know, it's more action, but in a game that says story-dense as Kingdom Hearts, they can't just redo everything they can't fix everything so what do they do they make five to seven different games to try to retcon every single fucking thing they could think of so that kingdom 3 will make sense when people play kingdom hearts 3 they're like this doesn't make sense but at this at this point it's really just a
1: simple simple fix of adding in a character who's like aha i can control all the timelines and now everything's been unified and this is what's happening tell me that wouldn't be impossible tell me that wouldn't make sense
0: it would not make sense.
1: No, it would make sense because with the way they've been going, it's kind of like all right, so you've just erased all of these different timelines and now we have Sora, Riku and all these other characters
0: and it's it just works. Okay. Let's stupid simplify it then. Who is good and who is bad? Okay, let's do they, Okay, that. do you first of all does do the devs know? I I hope so for God's sake. Because uh God, I hope so. <laughs> There's one bad guy, okay. That that well, there's two bad guys, okay. <laughs> you got Zaynort? <laughs> you got You got Zaynort, and right now you got Maleficent. Maleficent, uh, bless her. Sometime during this uh, bullshit series of games, she was the main bad guy in Kingdom Hearts One, and she, you know, fucked around a little bit in Kingdom Hearts Two. She discovered that she could time travel. does <laughs> out of the blue, you know, she read a book. I know, right? This gets, I'm telling you, man, retcon and you can only apparently time travel in the kingdom hearts universe by time traveling to a location you were at that point in time so for example if i was 20 and i wanted the time travel to when i was seven i would time travel to exactly where i was when i was seven years old at that time that's the fucking logic i don't know why so she does that goes back in time and it turns out the place that she wanted to go to was data mined it got turned into a data world so she got fucking trapped in a computer why did she do that? I have no idea. She thought she'd have a better chance before these pesky kids and the fucking Donald Duck. And she wanted to find something I haven't even talked about this, Nick. It's called the Book of Prophecies. Also known better probably as the Book of Retconning. Okay. Okay. I'm not even going to go in that direction. I'm going to forget about that, man. I'm I'm, I'm not going to talk about Union Cross because that's another game that goes hundreds of years in the past. <laughs> hundreds, Nick. We got to run they got maleficent you got xehanort xehanort wanted 13 of him because why the fuck not he wanted fucking 13 xehanorts in the world and his original plan was to have organization 13 the main antagonist group of kingdom hearts 2 and bit by bit take over each of their bodies it didn't work out as it turns out everybody hated each other so he said, instead of doing that, why don't I just time travel? So instead of having 30 different possessed bodies, he's gonna have a mix of possessed bodies and different Xehanorts from different time periods all at the same time for some reason, because why the fuck not? So those are the bad guys. A bunch of Xehanorts, a you know, bald men, <laughs> old farts, uh, Captain Guinewing, uh people's bodies, which is interesting, uh, which apparently will also include, uh, this uh, was mentioned uh aqua the person the lady who was trapped in darkness her her brother you know friend uh tara got taken over ventus is currently hiding off in sora's heart and his body is locked away in the chamber of awakening which is hidden in classical oblivion which xehanort wants to get into but he can't find it i know i I went on a horrible tangent there i'm very sorry she also apparently got norted aka uh taken over by xehanort so it's so weird because I feel like they're gonna introduce you see characters and then it's gonna like freeze frame and say You're probably wondering what the fuck happened with aqua. You're probably asking what the fuck happened with Riku. I don't know man You got Aqua evil
1: now or it, was She it,
0: always evil. Uh, she was 100% good but she got possessed by uh, Xehanort and she is now one of the 13 Xehanort's right now and so she has uh glowy yellow eyes and all that stuff uh, a bunch of the characters that were a part of the Organization 13 that got turned back into regular people. Uh, some of them just kind of said, fuck off. Um, yeah, I'm out of here. Uh, one person uh, known in his nobody form is Zigbar, now fucking brag. Uh, he apparently has been teaming up with Xehanort before uh, he was even a bad guy, like super bad guy. And so uh, a lot of people don't know that much about Zigbar, even though he's actually been really behind the scenes. <sighs> I feel like we should just cut out this whole fucking section, Nick. this uh, It's like, Nick's like, this is a bad episode. What are we doing here? It's hard to get hyped for Kingdom Hearts 3 when you have no fucking idea what's going on. It's, it's like a- Mel Gear at this Nobody point. has an idea of what the fuck is going on in Kingdom Hearts 3. I do! I know No, understand. you don't! I you agree. think you do. You put yourself under this illusion that you understand what's going on, but you really don't. You're just excited for the game ask me a fucking question i can tell you anything about the lore or tell you if there's no lore in that section there is no lore in the game because they no it's so convoluted kingdom hearts tyler are you excited for the game <laughs> <laughs> that's all that no, matters i i am 100 percent hype for this game <laughs> It's because i want to be the shepherd for people's lives because it's There's two horrible things that can happen right now, Nick, that really scares me about Kingdom Hearts 3. The first one is it's so fucking complicated that the, all the exposition and dialogue that they're going to have to pump in to make this make sense is going to confuse and scare off the people who just played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. The other thing they could do, which is even scarier in my eyes because this affects me directly is they simplify everything. if they just say, you know, screw the lore, i swear you're gonna go the agrabah it's like no don't do this to me again i'm sick of Agriba. who is tara's dad uh technically i mean do you call that uh at oh tara's dad i mean technically would it be ericus i'm I'm sorry i'm talking to myself over here i'm looking over at the chat apparently brandon the side of the challenge of me he's like who is tara's dad and it's like technically it's master ericus who is in charge of the three students before he tried killing <laughs> ventus because he realized that ventus Makes was sense. evil Terra struck him down and killed him to save him and uh oh my gosh i'm so chock full of like kingdom hearts knowledge that trying to explain it to somebody makes me look like a madman immediately nick like all it makes me think of is that is that uh scene i can't remember where it's from but with charlie day
1: and with the backboard behind him with all the pictures and the threads going here and there and he's
0: got a marker in one hand and he's like it makes sense listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> uh, what of- what i'm talking about A college humor episode where somebody tries to explain like the Zelda timeline on a fucking board and it's like, don't do this. You're going to hurt yourself, my friend. Okay.
1: Bottom line of that entire segment is that if you're excited for it, I'm happy you are. But to me, it seems it's got the most convoluted story and that's what stops me from getting to it besides the fact that I don't have a PlayStation. If Even if I had one,
0: getting into Kingdom Hearts at this point would be hard because it's just so fucked i also want to point out that uh instead of listening to the past 25 minutes there is a podcast out there called get it uh, got it memorized who's doing a separate <laughs> episode <laughs> over the entire Kingdom of Hearts franchise and not that you don't understand it but they probably had it a little bit
1: better planned out because i think you just picked a point to start from and then you just went on from there
0: look i spent two hours in the truck ex- trying to explain to my head how this was gonna work out but the more i talked i'm like well that doesn't make sense if you just say that, <laughs> explain that? it's a f- goddamn spiderweb and scary Yes, it is. Nick, what is coming out this week? Um,
1: we've got... ooh! We're finally getting games coming out, that's nice. Uh, We've got a game called Genesis Alpha 1 that's coming out for the uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One on the 29th of January, so that is Tuesday.
0: Yes, uh, it Um, will be uh, rivaling uh, another game that's coming out. uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, which we've just spent the last um, four years talking about coming out on pc P, it's,
1: it's not coming out on pc is it, it wait what, what did, did they
0: say it's, it only, it's only it's only it's only coming out on ps4 i'm kind of sure Yeah, uh, well ps4 and xbox one for sure but it shouldn't come out for the no PS- it's,
1: kingdom hearts is not coming out for the xbox one
0: yes it is 100 coming out for the xbox one is it actually yes it was Are uh it-, it was upsetting a lot of people but yeah square enix uh is dot- Trying to do the uh, PS4 exclusive stuff with Final fantasy and uh, that's that's news for me. That's
1: shocking. I'm happy about that. All right, cool. So Kingdom Hearts uh, Three right. Xbox, PS4 uh, Xbox One January 29th.
0: Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> for Honor
1: Year Three Season One PC PS4 Xbox One January 31st, along with Warbiddle. that's coming out on PC. Warbiddle spelled W O R B I T A L. Um now talking about for honor really quick uh as i've mentioned in the last few episodes ubisoft uh, it, it my i truly respect ubisoft for sticking with games that have a slow start and are not so good at launch but then figuring it out and making it work for the niche community that they attract um so if you still play for honor uh and uh, and if you still play for honor i'm sure you know that there's a new uh drop coming out uh anything you know about orbital
0: tyler yes uh orbital is an interesting. <sighs> if i were to compare it to uh, maybe not angry birds but uh worms uh but essentially uh you are on in orbit around the sun and your goal is to destroy other planets by shooting energy at them and you gotta aim your trajectory and all that stuff trying to aim around you know different planets and whatnot and try to hit them and light them up lower their health bar and eventually just destroy the other planet and meanwhile you're spinning around the sun so you know slowly you gotta try to time your shots to your trajectories to you know try to hit other right, planets right it looks like a, a good you know fun game that will uh be coming out on the 31st uh i do not have a price for that because uh it does not say since it's not coming out yet okay uh, um ooh. then we've got ace combat seven skies and uh coming on the pc february
1: first so this friday uh I'll be this hyped this is uh following on the release of it on console last week um dreamworks dragons dawn of new riders pc ps4 xbox one switch february 1st as well and song of memories ps4 february 1st do we know anything about either of these games tyler
0: uh dreamworks dragons dawn of new riders uh i'm assuming that's in relation to the how to train your dragon universe yes it is absolutely that uh it, it's developed by climax studios and it's it's a, it's a game it's a movie game uh the features as i'm looking at this uh, website uh by the uh looks like maybe the publisher i'm not even sure at this point uh a new adventure recover scribblers lost memories as you forge a friendship with patch his ultimate hybrid dragon so it, it's focused on the universe of uh, how the train your dragon but it's spoke fo- uh it's you playing as a new character i guess you would say so you are an oc character which i'm not sure i've never seen that character in any of the movies uh scribbler but i guess uh he'll be playing uh riding a cool looking dragon that's uh, kind of purple and feathery looking which would make sense considering it's called hybrid apparently uh you'll uh unlock powerful abilities to take on fearsome foes or foes <laughs> okay i have no idea this could be a platformer it looks like a platformer okay um and song of memories is a visual novel
1: uh that came out last year in feb on pc and it's now coming out on ps4
0: um it's a like romantic to, uh, yes retcon something if i could yeah uh, the website that gave us the the release date of this thing might have been mistaken for this game because there's a nice little wallpaper here that they prayed god somebody like takes it says february 15th for all the uh the platforms instead of uh february 1st so i'm guessing what happened was it put february 1st as kind of like a, a post date like uh we didn't know what day of the month we're actually gonna put it on so we were just gonna say the first so okay. that is the case i'm sorry you were talking about song of memories though
1: uh yeah no, no that's it it's just like a romantic adventure visual novel that has you know post-apocalyptic themes apparently um it says it's a dark visual novel i don't know but it's a visual novel regardless so there's that well, um uh, and i believe that's all we have on our release list
0: oh wow uh so uh i'm looking at the website for this uh this game in particular uh song of memories and the first thing it shows is a uh, a preview video Looks like somebody doing a uh the backstroke uh, a fine lady blue hair purple eyes uh wearing nothing but a very very small bikini this is anime as fuck. tell her i said visual novel. so um <laughs> fair
1: enough I, I don't know what you're expecting you know imagine a visual novel in the style of for, style of fortnite art i don't like, know I, 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 I don't think that'll go very well
0: okay 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 uh Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh so we have eight games that came out this day uh in gaming, which is January 28th. Uh yes 28th. Sir. Sorry, I got thrown off there. Uh let's alternate this. Uh I'll take the first one. One year ago, for the PC, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, the ultimate edition came out. So uh happy one-year birthday for Dragon Ball Fighters. Hey. Kind of weird that uh Dragon Ball Fighters is over a year old. it just feels like it was it was an early game it was a fantastic game though too
1: Mm -hmm. and nick oh yeah that's me hi uh we've got rise of the tomb raider that came out in 2016 on this day on pc uh rise of the tomb raider being the second installment
0: in the series right and the current trilogy yes uh this came out uh well it's weird because i'm pretty sure well PC and Xbox one came within like a week of each other I believe mm-hmm. and then the uh, PlayStation 4 did not get to see it for like eight months so it, it's just throwing me off here that it's shown PC but not Xbox but Xbox one must have got it like a, a day or two in either direction
1: well it's an Xbox exclusive and probably also Microsoft revenge on all the Sony time
0: gated games uh, with mm-hmm. all the different developer deals yeah <laughs> uh Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out in 2014. now it's gonna sound a little weird because you're like what the heck tyler that's a playstation 2 game it came out in 2014 on the windows phone oh uh, why okay. the fuck it came out on the windows phone is beyond me but if the windows there's phone- a there's a reason it's a failed product <laughs> damn damn nick that's <laughs> why would you do that why would you say that oh man M- moving
1: on uh tomb raider uh the first of this current trilogy tomb raider definite edition and game of the year edition came out ps4 xbox one um and the ps3 uh in
0: 2014 now uh specifically the definitive edition aka the remaster that's very you know oh, said I understand. Very recently,
1: okay. uh, it
0: came out for the vs4 and xbox one and then they released a uh, simultaneously that day uh the game of year edition for the playstation 3 owners even though, you know, uh, PlayStation 4 has been out for a year or two at that point. They wanted to make sure that, you know, if you really wanted to play Tomb Raider on the original PS3, we could totally hook it up. Uh, this is a pretty big one, I'd like to think. Uh, Mass Effect 2 came out, who seven years ago on the PC in mm-hmm. 2012. Wowza, man. I've only I've, played Mass Effect 3. I, I have any
1: of them, but I have watched so much play of it. I have friends who would live and die by Mass Effect, um, at least until Andromeda. Uh, where they community uh, like to forget that andromeda is even
0: a game and then they stopped living they just died yep. oh
1: man um then we have uh mafia on this list that came out for the ps2 in 2004
0: um not a game that i played no same here but it was a uh, very popular game back in the day and a lot of people wanted to you know make sure it gets recognized uh, coming up in 2004 as well, uh, for the Japanese Game Boy Advance, Pokemon Leaf Green Fire Red came out. This is a big one. That was another big one. Uh, I mean, speaking of uh, you know, remastering ports and all that stuff, this is probably one of the biggest jumps for us as a Nintendo person. Like I the only other game I could think of that, you know, besides like you know, Mario or something like that, getting a port or whatnot was probably oh man. It's maybe links awakening dx you know from the game boy the game boy color but that that's a very minor jump this was just a huge huge this, push it, World. this is also i
1: believe the uh start of the trend of remasters um yeah. this was the first set of remastered pokemon games um yes. and i clearly remember um charmander getting uh metal claw at level 14 that would help fight uh that you could use to help fight brock
0: nice
1: oh yeah. man. it was either charmander or charmeleon at evolution i can't remember because i'm the kind of person to sit outside in the grass uh, grass patches outside a gym and just train until i'm like at level so my my starter pokemon has to be two levels higher than everybody else in my team and everybody else in my team has to be at the same level and that same level has to be on par with the gym leaders highest pokemon and so by default my starter pokemon was always two levels higher that was my oh. strategy throughout the games nice and did it work oh yeah i breezed through everything but i'd spend a lot of time training oh, okay okay uh lastly nick uh what is this uh gran turismo 2 uh this came on the european P- uh, playstation 1 in 2000 that's a long time ago i was at 19- uh, five at- i was four at that time
0: you're four yeah because is- uh may 95 right so i was only four four and a half man i was uh i was nine yeah man i was nine year five man i was in school when you're just in diapers still i was four years old i was not in diapers what do you mean tyler i don't know what it's like over there man it's pretty much the same <laughs> what do you mean what whatever you say man uh oh jeez <laughs> Okay, okay, let's wrap this up. Nick, where can we find you, buddy?
1: Um, You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at LRWarrior11. Um, You can also find me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash LRWarrior11. Streams are going to be about uh, rare uh, just because school and games... And like some games I can't even stream like I wouldn't be able to stream anthem I would if I could but then anthem choose up 90% of my CPU it'll leave nothing. I can't have anything running when anthem is on I can't have a chrome uh, window open nothing everything has to be closed down for anthem to like run smoothly Ooh,
0: that's brutal I'm sorry that you yeah. That. Um hey, hey, but yeah you that's can... me you can find me <laughs> On uh, t- uh, Twitter at two Tyler, all letters, one word. But most importantly, for the two of us together, you can find us uh, multiple places now. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at MasterQuestPod, or you can email us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. However, this is probably one of the most important points. We have a couple extensions of social media. If you'd like to, yes, we subscribe. do. Yes, we um, do, Nick, take it so- away
1: on instagram you can find us at casual master quest uh we're slowly going to start working on that we just have to figure out technologically how to get that going because i'm having a few issues there considering that i have an iphone and i can't download certain things uh but once that's up and running you're going to be able to find previews um on our page for uh weekly episodes and then you can also find us on facebook uh, yep. how 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 do we find ourselves on facebook
0: well i mean you can just search it on the search bar casual master quest or yeah, at do that uh which is one word but you can find out you can see uh random posts just keep updated maybe you don't want to look at your phone every single day and you know like oh gosh my life is of a normality that i can no longer handle i need casual master quest in my life how do i do i just constantly refresh the podcast or you can just check facebook we'll post it there i'll let you know don't you worry um but yeah we are i think i think that i think that was the show nick i think i think that was it yeah episode 37 that was a fantastic one sorry about the horrible kingdom hearts (laughs) uh man i that was a hell of a me just i had the i took in hundreds of episodes you had to
1: get it out tyler i understand i just had
0: the listening to it and i really hope it was beneficial i really hope it comes to use i feel like they're not gonna use any of it but we'll see we'll see i didn't talk to you about the dandelions nick Fuck the, the dandelions i don't even want to know oh man about the dandelions so what, what about the master of masters we will see you guys next week hopefully uh we'll talk about some uh legit understandable kingdom hearts 3 level stuff we're gonna give you hot takes fun stuff inside info and all that stuff we'll keep it till like the first hour or two so you don't feel like you're heavily spoiled or anything like that but get ready it's gonna be fun and don't forget that never stopped the crime. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye.